0: and Welcome to Box Office Receipts, I'm your host Tyler Callahan and what's on the docket for today? Well, we have the latest Transformers movies out, so we have those numbers to go over, a bunch of streaming news, mostly from Netflix, and new movie release dates. Let's start with the domestic top five. Opening in first place is Transformers Rise of the Beasts with 60.5 million. In second place is Spider-Man: Across the Spider-Verse with 55.4 million for a total of 225.4 million. Third place was Little Mermaid with 22.7 million for a total of 228.8 million. In fourth place was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 with 7 million dollars for a total now of 335.4 million. And in fifth place was The Boogeyman with 6.9 million for a total of 24.7 million. For Paramount, this is an okay opening domestically for Transformers. Uh, The good news is it did open better than Bumblebee and Transformers The Last night, but it is around $40 million short of what the second and the third film opened to, you know, back in its heyday. Now, this was never expected to reach those numbers, let me be clear. Uh, But what I will say is Paramount, I feel, should have pushed back this film to August, uh Spider-Man did pretty well this weekend with 55 million and since both movies are looking for a family audience that is direct competition like I think with a release in a quieter August it might have been able to open up to 70 million maybe 75 million uh we will see how it performs throughout summer now I know obviously you know, they have Ninja Turtles coming out in August so that's also direct competition but that's uh, still In China, Transformers Rise of the Beasts opened in first place with 39.9 million. And second place was Spider Man Across the Spider Verse with 9.3 million for a total of 35.8 million. Third place was Fast X with 3.5 million, with a total now of 138.7 million. And fourth place was Godspeed with 3.3 million for a total of 165.8 million. And in 5th place was Castle in the Sky with $2.6 million for a total of $16.3 million. So it's the first time in a while where the top three spots were all Hollywood films, even if they aren't performing as well as they did before the pandemic. As for Transformers, again, it's the same situation as Fast X. If you look at it as a Hollywood film in China, 2023, it's killing it. It's doing great. If you look at it as part of the franchise, the numbers are terrible. You know, when Transformers 3, 4, 5, they're clearing 200 mil, maybe 300 million dollars in China, to have this one open up to just under 40 million, it's like, it's not great. And it's also clear now, if Transformers does not have strong legs in other markets, China will not be the one to bail it out. Now, we haven't done this in a while, but let's take a look at the Korean box office. They have a big hit at the box office with the Roundup, No Way Out having passed $60 in its second weekend. This is the third film in an action crime series starring Don Lee, and I would assume a fourth one would be in development soon. That's the good news. The bad news is that the police in South Korea raided the offices of three different theater chains as well as the offices of three film distributors due to suspected box office manipulation. As for the allegations, it's focused on tickets being bought in bulk for screenings that no one attends, as the media over there are calling it, ghost screening. As for the films impacted by this, there are four the police are looking into with two of them being named, Emergency Declaration and Hot-Blooded. No arrests have been made, just right now the police are collecting evidence such as ticketing data from the offices. If this turns out to be true, what confuses me is, honestly, why would they do it? An easy answer could be, look, people had in their contracts to get bonuses if it reached a certain box office milestone. Then it would make sense To make sure the box office numbers for film got there. But who knows? I'll keep an eye on it and see if anything comes from it. Looking at international numbers, Transformers Rise of the Beast made 110 million internationally for a worldwide opening weekend of 170.5 million. Spider Man Across the Spider Verse has already passed the worldwide total of the first film, with it now at 390 million after earning 47 million internationally. The Little Mermaid made $30 million for a total of $414.2 million worldwide. FastX made another $20.6 million for a total now of $652.8 million. The Boogeyman is at $39.6 million. And Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is at $806 million worldwide, respectively. In News and Hollywood, we start out with Disney, where they might have another issue on their hands. Uh, Tanach Enura, who plays Namor in the MCU, is facing allegations of sexual assault. The claims come from Elena Rios, who posted the allegations on Instagram. Huerta has since come out denying the allegations and explained that they were in a relationship for a few months, and that after it ended, she started to misinterpret what had happened to others. As of now, Marvel Studios and Disney have not said anything, nor have any, cha- nor have any charges been brought against Huerta. Uh, Obviously, we're going to have to wait for some evidence to see who is uh, telling the truth. But I think if no charges are brought against him, I don't think anything will happen. Like, if he did it, obviously, he should lose his role as Namor. Obviously. But if there is no evidence or not even charges, I don't think Disney and Marvel will do anything. uh, As they're still waiting to see what happens with Jonathan Majors and his case. With the WJA strike... Causing a lot of projects to be put on hold, Disney has announced a sweeping change to their scheduling. For the MCU, Deadpool 3 is being moved up from November 2024 to May 3rd. That's right, Deadpool 3 will now be kicking off the summer movie season next year. But that move, Captain America Brave New World, which was set for May, now comes out July 26th. That in turn pushes back Thunderbolts, which will now come out December 20th, 2024. So we will have an MCU movie come out during the holidays next year. Blade Shocker has been pushed back again from September 2024 to February 14th, 2025, which then pushes the Fantastic Four to May 2nd, 2025. And it should be no surprise to anyone that, with all these delays, the upcoming Avenger movies have also been delayed. The Kang Dynasty will now come out May 1st, 2026, and Secret Wars moves from 2026 to May 2027. On the 20th century side, Avatar 3 has been delayed a year now, coming out. December 19th, 2025, Avatar 4 is also delayed to December 21st, 2029, and Avatar 5 will come out December 19th, 2031. An entire generation will have grown up before all five of these movies are out. Besides delays for 20th century, the new Alien movie has been given a date of August 16th, 2024, and The Amateur, starring Rami Malek, comes out November 8th, 2024. The live-action remake of Moana moves up a week to June 27th, 2025. And for Lucasfilm, the Star Wars films have been pushed back. The first one will now come out May 22nd, 2026, from December 2025. So about six months pushed back, five, six months. Uh, And I think they're kind of doing that so they don't compete directly with Avatar 3. And the second Star Wars film will come out December 18th, 2026. I think that one will probably get delayed again. Uh, It did not work out well last time when we had two Star Wars movies come out within six months of each other. Uh, These delays are not surprising, and I would not expect other studios to start doing it as well, especially if an actor strike does happen. If that does actually happen, expect a lot of movies to get pushed back. It's just there's no way around it. Deadline is exclusively reporting that Disney might have found their director for the live-action Bambi movie uh, with Sarah Pauly and talks for it. We now know that the movie will be a musical as well. Uh, look, totally great, but I just don't know how live-action Bambi will do it at the box office. Assuming, assuming it goes to theaters, because I doubt Disney would produce this, ju- you know, more any more like director streaming movies. So I feel this wouldn't go straight to Disney Plus. But maybe we'll. Also, there is an executive shakeup at the company, with Disney's CFO Christine McCarthy resigning from her position. And she will take a medical leave of absence due to her family. During her absence, she will remain as an advisor as Kevin Lambert will become interim CFO. In a statement, CEO Bob Iger said, quote, Christine McCarthy is one of the most admired financial executives in America and her impact on the Walt Disney Company during 23 years of dedicated service cannot be overstated, End quote. Now at this sudden announcement, reporters have been doing some digging and found a few things Uh, One, it turns out her husband has been sick for some time, so medical leave does make sense, and hopefully he does recover soon. However, the Wall Street Journal is reporting that McCarthy and Iger have clashed since his return on topics such as how much the company spends on producing content, and that, from McCarthy's point of view, uh, the layoffs were not enough. She wanted to fire more people. Obviously, we'll never know the true story about her abrupt exit, but it does seem internal politics was at play as for why now and say not earlier. As for Hager, he can't be waiting around and he needs to make changes sooner rather than later since he is on the clock. Unless there is an extension, he only has two years to make changes and announce a successor. Sony has reserved two dates on their calendar for the Marvel films. The first is November 8th, 2024 and the second is June 27th, 2025. I would assume the November one is likely Venom 3, as it is in production now, and the last two have come out in October. The Prime 2025 summer release date is probably Spider-Man 4, as it is in development, we just don't know where in development it is. Sony also confirmed that Across the Spider-Verse will not be getting a release in the UAE. While it did have a release date of June 22nd, it was pulled, and the issue is the UAE media Council objects to a trans right poster seen in the background in Gwen Stacy's bedroom. And if the character is trans or not. Kinda stupid it was uh, pulled over a background poster, but I mean, it is what it is. In Cineworld's move to exit bankruptcy, it looks like the CEO and his team will leave the company once bankruptcy is over. While it is not confirmed, they have agreed to a payout of around 30 million if they were to leave the company. So. Don't be surprised if it happens by the end of the year, if not sooner. Over at DC, James Gunn and Peter Safran have announced that Andy Machete will direct Batman Brave and the Bold. He comes off just finishing directing The Flash as it gets ready for its worldwide release. Warner Brothers have also signed a first look deal with the Machetes as well. As for Machete directing Batman, I I won't have more solid opinions until I see The Flash. Uh, I've seen It Chapter 1 and 2, and look, It Chapter 1 was a great film. Uh, 2 was okay, Uh, Partially due to some poor CGI, but I'm not going to hold that against them. It's like, I don't think that would be an issue for a Batman movie. Now we wait on who will be the Batman and Robin for this new universe. In an exclusive from Deadline, Bradley Cooper and Will Arnett are teaming up to work on Is This Thing On? for Searchlight Pictures. Arnett worked with Mark Chappell on an initial draft of the script before the writer's strike started. As of now, both Arnett and Cooper will co-star in the film, with Cooper also directing Obviously, with the strike on, no word on when production will get started. Apple has signed a deal with Universal to distribute Argyle. This is the spy movie that Apple has made with Matthew Vaughn and was set to come out on Apple TV Plus sometime this year. Uh, it will now come out February 2nd, 2024 to theaters worldwide before going to streaming. This was one of the Apple movies, personally, I was looking forward to the most. So I'm happy I get a chance to see it on the big screen. Also at Universal thanks to an exclusive from Deadline, Giancarlo Esposito has joined the upcoming horror movie from Radio Silence, the team behind the last two Scream movies. No word on what the film is about, but it is still set to come out April 19th, 2024. I might have to give this one a watch now that he's in it. For trailers we got two. The first is from a movie called Wonderwell. You might not have heard of the movie since it was shot all the way back in 2016. But its significance is that it is Carrie Fisher's final performance. The film was directed by Vlad Marsvin in his directorial debut and the film will have a limited theatrical release in AMC theaters starting June 23rd and will then be available on digital platforms. Disney and Pixar have released a teaser trailer for Elio, the next Pixar film coming out after Elemental. It stars a boy named Elio who is mistaken by an intergalactic community to be the ambassador for Earth. It comes out March 1st, 2024. We start off VOD premium with Disney Plus, where they have gained another Marvel film, The Incredible Hulk, will be available on Disney Plus, starting June 16th. This was not on the service previously, due to it being produced by Universal. In an exclusive from Variety, Disney Plus is putting a pause on commissioning new content in Canada for at least the rest of the year, with the possibility of it extending to 2024. And in Asia, Disney continues to shut down their linear TV channels. The channels include Star Movies, Star World. Star Chinese Movies, Star Chinese Channel, National Geographic, and National Geographic Wild. They'll be shut down in Southeast Asia, South Korea, and Hong Kong in November, and Taiwan in December. For Max, they have announced that Velma has been renewed for a second season. Uh, And for both Disney Plus and Max, their high-profile comic book shows are now on pause until the writers' strike is over. For Disney Plus, Daredevil Born Again has paused production, and the same goes for The Penguin, for Max, For Paramount and Showtime, they have announced that Billions will end with its upcoming seventh season, set to premiere on August 11th. This is not too surprising, as they are now looking to work on the Billions spin-offs instead, and this could be a way for them to save money, as you know, keeping a cast with this much talent for so long, it can get expensive. Apple TV Plus seems to have another hit on their hands with Silo, while we don't know the viewership numbers. It has gotten great reviews and has now been renewed for a second season. I have to give it a watch at some point. So, in the streaming news this week, the big thing was Netflix's The Dumb event. Basically, their event where they you offer know, for the fans to give us updates on shows and movies. So, let's run through some of them. The Arnold Schwarzenegger show Fubor has been renewed for a second season. This isn't much of a surprise as the first season so far has had good viewing numbers for the streamer. One Piece got its first trailer and release date with it coming out August 31st with 8 episodes. Having watched the trailer, it looks okay. Considering it's not an easy show to bring to live action, from what they have shown so far is that they're putting effort into it. Uh, we will see how it actually is soon. Netflix also released the first images of the live action adaptation of Avatar The Last Airbender, with the show is set to premiere sometime in 2024. Now, we can't tell much from the images, but hey, from what they showed so far, the costumes already look better than the last live-action attempt. I know, low bar, I know, but it's something. Netflix's take on the three-body problem comes out January 2024. The series will be eight episodes and is being made by David Benioff and D.B. Weiss. You know, the showrunners of Game of Thrones that everyone loves. There was also a teaser trailer released for it as well. This is also one of the shows from Netflix I'm looking forward to. Mostly seeing how they do adapting it because in China, Tencent have already made their adaptation of the novels in a 30-episode series. So expect people to be comparing the two a lot. For movies, Extraction 2 is about to come out and so far has been getting great reviews with it at 79% and Certified Fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Definitely can't wait to watch that. Uh, For action movies, the other big one Netflix has for the summer is Heart of Stone starring Gal Gadot. They released a trailer for that and it comes out August 11th. And they also released a behind-the-scenes look at Rebel Moon, the sci-fi film from Zack Snyder. That will be their big film over the holidays, coming out in December. Looking forward to a proper first trailer for it. And for the Netflix Top 10 Manifest, took first place on the TV charts uh, with 78.1 million hours. And that's it for this episode of Box Officer Seats. If you want to follow me on Twitter or Facebook, links to those are in the show notes. Thank you for listening, see you next time.